Welcome to Money's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey there, welcome back, or if it's your first time, welcome to Monday's Mitch. My name is Mitch Newman, and I am super glad you're here. This is a place where it's safe for all of us to (laughs) unpack all of our stuff. Fold it neatly in its drawers and also get to see where some of the messy stuff is that we can clean up as well. So it's all about conscious leadership. It's ultimately about how to lead yourself first and foremost, and then ultimately how to lead others. And it's really an opportunity to for for all of us to, to kind of really um, unlock the magic that's inside of us and focus in on those things that are most important to us in the process of leading. And for a lot of people, they say, oh, Mitch, I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. That's not me. And I'm here to tell you that I disagree with you. I respect your thoughts and feelings around it. And just give me a couple minutes, please, to see if I can't disprove the illusion that you've created around perhaps what leadership is. So. Today, I want to talk about something that I see coming up a lot and consistently throughout time. And I realize that I I don't know that I've ever really addressed it. And I kind of get these nudges, as I've said before, where a series of situations and circumstances are presented to me through other people's experiences. And then I realize the same experiences that they're going through or the experiences that I'm going through. And that's why we are one. We're all going through it. We're all going through stuff. So I want to talk about um, the over, what I would, I guess I would call the over responsibility of leadership and how to know when it's showing up and then obviously what to do with it because it can get pretty confusing because we have certain ideas of what leadership is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it tastes like. It's really all, uh, all encompassing, right? So I get a little jacked up in the morning when I when I record my podcasts um, specifically, and I do it in the morning mostly because that's when I'm freshest. That's when I'm kind of most closest to my source of energy. But what I do every time I uh, I get to record is I listen to the opening of my podcast, the 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 intro that's pre recorded, and the music. And I'm always amazed <laughs> that I have a theme song. Oh, man, I love it. And it just dawned on me. I was thinking about it before. It's like, you know what? Everybody listening here, like every one of you deserves your own theme song. Because I will tell you, it's just like if you listen to music in the morning and kind of pumps you up and gets you going for the day. Like, what would it be like 
to have your own theme song. To literally find somebody who can record something, maybe you're clever at it, maybe you know somebody who is, and say, I want it to sound like this, and I want it to sound a little bit like this artist, and this is the song that I like, that I would love to sound a little bit like this. This would be the flavor, the energy. Because honestly, that's what I did for the people who produce this podcast, who do an amazing job. It was a one take. I said, here's the song that just gets me jacked when I listen to it in the car. Something like this. And they came back, and the first thing was like, oh, God, that's it. Perfect. Love it. So I'm just here to tell you that I want you to own that you deserve to have your own theme song. Go out and get one. Make one. It's yours for the taking. It's yours for the asking. So, And then play it every morning. Just Or play it every morning and at times in the day where you feel like maybe you've, you've slipped or fallen and you can't get up. Play it again. It'll lift you up. So that's why I'm a little jacked this morning. Um, and also, you know, get super excited about a lot of the different things that I get to step into uh, in this process. Um, as uh, someone who, who takes a position on conscious leadership, that, it, that it's different than traditional leadership. It encompasses a lot of the same stuff. A lot of it is just about reframing and rewording oftentimes the, the experience of what leadership is. And we got some stuff coming up. I'm, I'm super excited. I want to share this as well. We got some stuff coming up that I'm going to be doing kind of like three times a week. And I'm so excited about it. I think this is going to be a literally a game changer for everyone who participates. And more details will be to follow. You can check out. Uh, there'll be information in the in the in the in my bio on uh, on Instagram and also through the podcast. And it's going to look like this. What would it be like if every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, let's say? that we would get together for, I don't know, 20 minutes in the morning and have an opportunity to kind of dig in and go within and go through kind of a a visualization, a, uh, a mindset shift, and be able to see your future as if it was happening right now. So it's going to be pretty cool. Everybody's going to be invited. It's going to be very, like, it's going to be hardcore in a lot of ways. Like you're going to be asked to sign in at a certain time. It'll be on a zoom. If you don't get in at a certain time, you're going to be locked out for the day because we want to protect the container of what we're about to do. I'll speak for a few minutes. I'll talk to you a little bit about some, some ideas and things I want you to focus on. And then for the next, say next 15 minutes or so, we're going to just kind of close our eyelids and uh, in quiet complete quiet, and we're going to see physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially our future as if it was happening right now. So imagine you're you're watching a movie and you're the actor, the writer, the director, the producer, perhaps the choreographer, if you want to do some dancing, and you're going to see your future happening right now. And we're going to do that for a period of time. And then hopefully on Fridays, what we'll do is we'll have some sharing and some feedback, uh, people's experiences, things that they're noticing, shifts that are happening. But we're going to create this kind of a mastery approach to your mindset, a mastery approach to um, really seeing your future happening right now. And I will tell you as we get closer, I'll share with you a story about how I did that and how it works. So if you're having any doubts about it, but I, but I, more to follow. I'm super excited, but let's get back to the gist of what I want to share with you today, which is about the over-responsibility of leadership and how I see that often showing up. 
And it's tricky because we think we're actually doing something that is necessary. But what we don't understand is that in the over-responsibility of leadership, we are creating what's called fear-based leadership. Fear-based leadership. So the number one way that I see it showing up, the number one way that I see it showing up is people who take on more than they need to take on. They're doing everything for everybody. They're confusing at least the story they tell themselves is that that if I don't do it, this is a great limiting belief, so get ready for this one. And how many of you operate from this standpoint? If you want to do something right, you got to learn how you got to do it yourself. And I remember, you know, hearing that at times from as I was a kid from my dad at different points in time. And when we hold on to that belief, what that means is is we doubt the value and the perspective and the inner trust that it takes to allow other people to do what they do best or to also learn through failing and growing and all of the things that are incorporated in what creates a level of mastery. So if you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself is a limiting belief that will really impact you, not in the most uplifting and positive ways as a leader. Because what you'll find is that you are operating in a way where you're doing everything. So you'll tell everybody, oh, my God, I'm super crazy busy. I'm super crazy busy. Instead of being fully engaged in your business, you're super crazy busy. And you confuse that. And I've done it from time to time. It gets confusing. You confuse that as leadership. That's not leadership. Leadership is about empowering, especially conscious leadership. It's about empowering other people to do what they do best. And it's, there's such a flow around that there's such an energy around it that you don't, you don't even know who's leading because everybody's participating at that next higher level. So fear-based leadership is people who do everything for everybody else. Oh, I'll handle that. I'll take care of that. I, I, I got that. No, don't worry. I'll handle that. And so what happens is, is that they make themselves invaluable to everyone instead of empowering themselves, empowering themselves to empower other people to learn and grow and do that for themselves and then teach other people how to do it. So it's a fear-based component. It's fear-based leadership. And I see it happen time and time again. And it's seductive. I will be honest, it is seductive because you're in motion, you're in activity. And one of the key components to any form of of leadership is activity, is being in motion. The question you have to ask yourself is, is the activity and the motion that I'm taking and the emotion behind it serving myself and other people for what we call sustainable lifetime results, SLR? Am I really truly empowering other people by doing everything for them? What's the expression? Teach a man to... Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. Same principle. And it also goes for women too. Women fish too. Some women are much better at fishing than I am because they'll even take the hook out of the fish's mouth, which I refuse to do. But that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. I lost track of thought. Okay, back. So over-responsibility of leadership. 
you know, what is it that we want to want to focus on? What is it that we want to bring forward? Your business will live and die with you if you're the only leader, and it will eventually die. Because everyone begins to look to you as the leader. So when we're doing everything for everybody else, and I've seen this happen time and time again, I mean, like major league stuff with people who are considered leaders in a field, leaders in a company, and I'll have conversations with them because their business isn't going and growing the way they thought it would. And what we dig in and discover is, is that because they're doing all the leading, you can't inspire leadership in other people if you're doing all the leading. If you've listened to me for any period of time, you've heard me say that probably at nauseum, and I'll keep saying it. And the reason I keep saying it is because repetition is, is the brother of intention. And until we actually get it, and until we keep hearing it over and over again, it will find its way to creep in. So I don't say this to insult anybody or to bore anybody, and I hope you don't take it that way. I'm saying it because it's important to hear, and and I'm not just saying it for you. Here's a little clue. I'm saying it to you to remind me. I'm saying it to you to remind me of the value and the importance of that. So we want to look for the places and spaces inside of our day where we're realizing we're operating from a fear-based place. I better do this right away because if I don't, then my goals won't be achieved. I better do this right away because they're just never going to do it. I better get this done because that's the only way this team is going to grow. And it sounds great in the moment and you feel valuable in the moment and your, your, your ego, which needs to be silenced is suddenly, you know, running the show. And what we're doing is we're actually starting to doubt other people's abilities to get things done. And we're seeing and overinflating our own value to the team. We're overinflating our own value to the family. Listen, I get frustrated at times too when I feel very, very clear that I've given very high directive <laughs> to my own kids about something. Yes, daddy, I understand. Yes, daddy, that makes sense. Okay, daddy, you have my word. And then maybe it falls apart. And the easiest thing to say is, well, I guess I'll just clean the kitchen again myself. And my wife will sometimes stop me and say, no, we have to keep finding new ways to connect with them. We have to keep finding ways to to penetrate <laughs> their limbic system, their 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 limbic brain, right? The, limb, the, the feeling center of the brain and help to grow and nurture the logic center, which says, no, this is important. I need to take pride in what I do. I need to take um responsibility for the things that I say I'm going to take care of and do. And the easiest thing in the world for us, even as adults, is to be able to ask somebody to do something. And then when they don't do it, we get to be angry and righteous and pissed off. And then we do it and then we throw it back in their face. And that doesn't serve anything. We have to keep digging in. We have to keep digging in and finding ways to make sure those people who say they want to lead are actually leading. We have to find ways to encourage them. We have to be able to have conversations. Like in the past, we've talked about stepping up, and I've heard agreements around that, and I'm not really seeing that. I'm wondering, am I not leading you correctly? Is there something else that I need to be doing that would be more effective 
in the follow-through of the things that everyone is agreeing to do that perhaps aren't necessarily always getting done. See, those kinds of conversations are going to be super important because you need to find out who you can count on and rely on based upon their word. And if you can't, then you have to find other people within your organization, within your team, or encourage people coming in to find out where they would best fit in. But building a business based on fear is a recipe for disaster. It just is. It's not sustainable. Fear is, a, a, is, a, is an emotion that can be very temporary and that kicks into high gear and you get into a fight or flight. And that's the design of our human system to keep us safe and alive so we can continue to procreate. And that was about running from a dinosaur knowing we could be eaten. It's not a state to live in 24-7. So it's about the joy. You know, people talk about FOMO, fear of missing out. People get inspired, you know, in a moment by the fear of missing out. They don't want to miss out. And I like to flip it out around and I say, well, why don't we call it JOMO, the joy of opting in? Right? What would that look like? The joy of opting in. That would be cool. That's what I want to create. That's what I want to encourage you to create. So if you're actually doing everything for everybody and find yourself saying, no, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. No problem. It's not sustainable. It's not long lasting. It's not going to create legs in your business. It's not going to create support within your family. And what you will find at the end of the day is you will be angry, exhausted, disappointed, and frustrated. And all that will continue to do is feed the old belief that if you want to do something right, you have to do it yourself. And even though you're angry about it and you're frustrated about it, you know that it still has to get done, so you do it. Well, that's not where you're going to find joy. And that's not where you're going to find sustainable lifetime results, SLR. You're not going to find that there. It's just not available there because you're operating from a fear-based leadership positioning. And a lot of companies do it, and I've worked for companies that did it. And I've watched people create fear-based leadership. I had a, a job I may have talked to you about before where I was being trained to take over. And every time I would drive onto the site with the existing uh, lead who I was replacing, all the workers in the distance would see her car and all of a sudden pick up their pace and start walking faster. And she was so proud of that. Look, see, see, see what happens. And they see me. And all I kept saying was, yeah, but what happens when you drive away? See, fear-based leadership doesn't create the results that you're looking for. It never will. And it will tire you and it will exhaust you and it will frustrate you. It always does. Creates the illusion that you're leading, creates the illusion that you actually got something going on. You've inflated your importance rather than lighting a fire under other people to inspire them. That fire, really, honestly, in their belly that just excites them for what they do. Because you're not triggering that fear based response in them as well. See, fear triggers fear. If I'm operating from a fear-based place, let's try that again. If I'm operating from a fear-based place, then what am I going to do? I'm going to trigger fear inside of you. I remember sitting in a, in a 
meeting in a boardroom, which by the way, I don't get the boardroom thing with the table and the chairs and everybody separated, like get rid of the table and the chairs, throw some pills on the floor. Let's sit down and let's make this work. That's my take on it. But I remember being in a, in a room like that and everybody, you know, was sitting in there nervous, like what was about to happen. Cause it was a called meeting, you know, and the office person, head of the office comes in and says, listen, you know, sales are dropped. This is that blah, blah, blah. We don't pick this up. You know, so-and-so is coming down from Colorado and he's not happy about it and blah, 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 blah. And we better pick this up. Otherwise heads are going to roll. So what do you do? Well, I don't want my head to roll. I don't want to lose my job. And that's how everybody thinks. Oh, I got kids to feed at home. I've got responsibilities. I've got a mortgage to pay. I got, And so what happens is it kicks in that fight or flight response. Everybody goes crazy for a period of time and gets what done needs to get done and saves the day. And everybody's a hero and feels really good. And the sales go up and the office person's happy and the person coming down from Colorado is happy. Fantastic. And then you crash. Then you get angry and you get resentful. Like, this is the way I have to do this. Then you get angry and resentful and you go, oh, God, I hate this job. That's not going to be sustainable. That's not how this is going to work. So my encouragement, and that was also encouragement from my dog as well, is to operate from a place of joy. Inspire other people to lead at that higher level. Give yourself the opportunity to create a long tail and to create the results that you're looking for, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your work, whether it's in your friendships. This is the difference. Leading from a place of fear is short-lived. It's a temporary pump. It will not sustain you. The only thing that will sustain you, sustain you is love is joy for what you're doing and inspire that in other people and watch where things go. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. So, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 